Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. This is the Gaming Start Podcast for the 24th of May 2022. My name is Calm. My name's Ewan. And we might potentially sound different uh, now because we we both bought new iPhones. Well, okay. <laughs> to be to be fair, Ewan didn't need to buy a new iPhone. I needed to buy a new iPhone and then Ewan got jealous. And then that I was the... Yeah, well, okay, that's like three quarters true um yeah so the the mics we used to use for people who give a shit like we had uh, blue snowballs which was like the first mic you get when you decide you want to do this and that might yeah, the... like record something that sounds generally all right yeah but... that doesn't you don't want to use like a fucking gaming headset microphone um yeah and that thing lasted what, like that? i was using for the first like the three months that we were doing this yeah and it was like that that microphone's about eight years old i think i actually sat and worked out like it's about eight years old because yeah, we both bought them right, at the same yeah. time um yeah. so it was about the time and then callum's just shit the bed at one point um yeah it just started and, like like if you would record it it would just start like static or like hiss yeah, or something like so that there was like, something in the mic that was fucked like i can't was... remember if i said specifically on the last episode when i was editing it but when i got callum's audio through like it was just like there's this hiss in the background that had never been there before and we like swapped cables and swapped ports and it was just dying and it was like you know what we've been doing this for a long time there's probably about time we get proper microphones that do great things like stop you from hearing like keyboard noises and microphone noises and yeah apparently claps which are very important yeah. to the recording sync process if you're going to record a pod- if you're going to record two locally recorded audios and you have to sync them somehow you typically do a clap sync on a timing yeah uh but these mics are so good at getting rid of background noise that they can't even pick up a clap which yep. is it's kind of insane it's weird like i wish uh, there's obviously no way this happened but i wish you could hear what i hear because you'll go like we'll say okay we'll clap on this thing and then Calum just has silence for like the next five seconds and it's really we did weird. it yeah we did it like all the way through it like i was like clapping at different points and messing with settings and then like running to the other side of the room and clapping to see if that made a difference or nothing just nothing. does nothing happened nothing yeah. um so yeah so now we can like and <laughs> there's what i was obviously when i was testing this out yesterday to make sure everything was working and i had my loop back so the microphone was going directly in my headphones and see if you crank all the settings and like really like do like low pass and turn on the compressor and all that kind of stuff and really crank the gain on it like asmr is a piece of piss you can really get up on this microphone and just and then you can just like really whisper no don't really do that do, <laughs> no, no and it really does sound like you're in people's fucking ears it's yeah i hate it i hate it like I feel like I. Well, also, there's also I should I should also we should warn that so we, we because this is new and we've not used it very much we're not sure if the thing that's on it is a pop filter or not. It so, sounds like it is. Like I've not heard anything. I think bad from it you, is. So it sounds but, okay. But like, this card does there, a lot so our, of compression. Our plosives might be might pop a bit, and yeah. if it does, then we'll notice and we'll fix it next yeah. time. But. I feel like I feel like this is doing the job. I did not pay this amount of money for this microphone for it not to have a fucking pop filter like um but yeah it's um yeah i i feel like i should be i feel like my brain is wired in such a way where i feel like asmr should be a thing that really works for me but every time i hear it i just want to murder people like anytime like something's like crinkling plastic in my ear i just like fucking stop like it's it's infuriating um and I'm very much one of those people that has like that likes um like the oh like uh, you're in a library like soundscape things and like I'll mm-hmm. do that sometimes or like you're next to a river and all that kind of stuff. It's like I will. It was like rain was always the thing, 
and i was like i was gonna say yeah one of my one of my like favorite youtube videos is like the 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 calming persona 5 music thing with rain in the background yes, that kind of shit like i love yeah. that kind of stuff i do that all the time but actually somebody doing noises in my ear is just oh it makes me commit murder it's so bad um but yeah i, I yeah so if we so if we, want to, if we want to take a diversion into asmr youtube we can now do that if you really want to just like i i'm, I'm, I'm good i don't yeah. i don't really want to yeah i'm fine this was the thing i discovered after i after i moved away from home this is related by the way i'm not just pontificating okay sure. um when i moved away from where we grew up um when i started living in cities or like big cities going back was a problem for me like when i used to visit home and yeah. i would try and sleep and like where we grew up like it's not like middle of nowhere but it's so much quieter than i think either it's of... pretty much the middle of nowhere kind of to be yeah, honest eh, yeah it's very the, much quieter than a city yeah. yeah but it's but it's like almost silent so i would the first time i went home after being there for a while and it'd been like six months or something like that um i was sitting there trying to sleep in complete silence and i felt like i was losing my mind i felt like i was actually losing my mind like because i could hear everything like Oh, yeah. my, I could hear my own heartbeat again and like the blood in my ears. I was like, this is a nightmare. And that was when it's I first the, discovered it's the, it's the weird it's the weird blood movement in your ears that always yeah. gets you. Like yep. it's, yeah. And that was the moment where I was like, I need to put so I had to put city noises on, like just car noises and like rain noises and stuff like that. It was the only weird way I could sleep. Yeah. yeah. And luckily i yeah, like it's just oh, that was such a horrible experience where I was like, I can't sleep if it's too quiet. Um oh, it was a nightmare. Oh, sorry i think that's i think that's the same for a lot of people like my my girlfriend who doesn't live in a city mm-hmm. um also can't sleep without noise on like i yeah. think it's a normal not a normal human thing but i think a lot of people have yeah, it, it, that. But it, it's interesting it's always interesting when like what the noise that works is because like because my wife really liked she used to sleep with like rain noises which was always a, which is always which is a pretty normal one but like yeah, yeah rain noises didn't cool. quite work like i like them but they weren't they weren't enough for me like i needed like yo there are people outside noises that that way that sounds creepy um like (laughs) like car noises and like noise of a city being a city um which is why actually the best some of the best sleep i ever had was we went to new york on holiday and we were on the like 16th no it wasn't that big we were on like the ninth floor i think of this hotel and like full-on double glazing all of that stuff but we were next to one of the bridges which i can't quite remember off the top of my head <laughs> one of the new york bridges one of the many new york, new york bridges but it was like and it's the thing that nobody tells you about new york well obviously new york hey new york's busy don't know if you knew this but like yeah there is traffic on that bridge 24 hours a day like all time at all moments yeah. i woke up at like four yeah. o'clock in the morning and that place was still stout out um so there was constant it sounded like the audio i used to use for my city noises where it was like this thing and i slept right, yeah. like a fucking baby it was great i was so rested that i'd never I'd never felt that rested before in my entire fucking life it was great yeah, sure oh your your perfect cityscape is just being in new york turns out being in a ninth floor hotel in new york next to one of the bridges oh it was excellent um but yeah we should we should do do the video game thing um yeah i have a lot i don't have anything new but i have a lot of kind of update stuff really 
Okay. Um, I finished Citizen Sleeper literally last night. Um, that game is spectacular. That game is... Yeah, people keep saying it's really good. I should probably play it. It is one of the most, like, emotionally resonant games I think I've played in a long time. Like, it's a real credit to, like, the just like the character the character design themselves and the way it's written like it's not it's just it's there's a there's a real um for a game that has no dialogue like audible dialogue um yeah no voice acting no voice acting and not a lot of like like even a lot of environmental sounds really there's like different like kind of ambience for different parts of the station but not a lot of like sound effects that you would traditionally say like it is one of the most cohesive places in a video game I think I've experienced in a long time. Like, I care about every fucking person I've met in this entire, this whole thing. And, like, as you start making decisions about people's, um, or, or as you start to, like, who you help, who you don't help, like, what you mm. actually do, like, a lot of the big decisions in that game, like, it really does. I, I left that game going, yes, I think I made, well, it, there was two steps to it, really. There was like a lot of the things was like, nope, I made the right decision to do X or I made the right decision to let Y go off and do their thing. And then the final decision I ended up making in my game before I basically ran out of or, or the point, the point where the game could no longer continue. Basically, when I got yeah, to that, yeah, dis- yeah. when I got to that point and I was like, you know what? I'm not 100% happy about my decision, but this is the right thing to do for these people. Mm. And that mm-hmm. doesn't happen in games a lot for me. Like it's it's very much like I can see what the game wants, or I'm like I'm playing a mechanic or something. Like that. I was like, no, this is just morally the thing that I need to do right now for these people, and it was spectacular. It's it's just so. It's not. It 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 it's it wants you to really. It wants you to be there. It doesn't try and like couch it in like. A bunch of like flowery dialogue or a lot of like really kind of it doesn't make you work for it i think is the point like it just it immediately just brings you in it wants you to see all this stuff it wants you to meet all these people and just go with them and yeah. it's just it's just a spectacular game it really is um there's a video going up this week probably the week you hear this um to show some of the mechanics off but we don't really go into a lot of the the dialogue because obviously like the whole game is about experiencing the story yeah the whole game is a story yeah but man it's so it's just so good it's just so good i haven't played a game like that in a long time um so yeah citizen sleeper highly recommended um i also weirdly i can't remember why i did this but i think there was a I think there was a Polygon article recently that was like, hey, if you haven't checked out the Half-Life Alex Steam Workshop yet, you probably should. And I was like, you know what? I haven't because I can't finish... Well, mods for Alex. Yeah, I can't finish that game because it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and I <laughs> I was talking to somebody... Um, I was talking to somebody in work. We had a, like a work um, party thing. I was talking to somebody who had just got into VR and they'd got into, they were like, oh, have you played Half-Life Alex yet? And I was like, yeah, and I couldn't finish it because they didn't tell me that game was a horror game. I just looked at yeah. me and, just looked at me and went, was it Jeff? And I was like, yeah, it was fucking Jeff. Yeah, it's Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> it's always Jeff. It's usually it's what happens. It's always Jeff. Um, so since I couldn't finish that game, I was like, okay, what does the workshop actually do? Because they release proper like, mod tools for that thing. And, um, and there's obviously like, there's the, there's the levels that's just like, here's this like, 
wave-based survival with the combine because that's like because the mechanic the like the the interaction shooting mechanics in that game are good enough where it's like yeah that's a totally satisfying thing that you don't get to do a lot of in the actual game it's like large scale like just survive shooting guns um which is cool uh but the other two that they kept coming up when i was looking when i was researching it was there's one about uh one called return to rapture which is just bioshock but it's like sure. Al- alex goes to bioshock um and there's like new Weird. new vo and stuff like it's like they put a lot of work into it but, it, but is it like the the assets from bioshock is yeah it? it's like well oh, yes okay, sure. or they've taken it's weird like they've, they, they've obviously like it, it's a fan project right so there's there's some restrictions yeah, but yeah. it's like yeah that like this is the room where you first get your first shot of adam and you get a power right like that room is yeah. there um but also you go into a corridor and it's like oh this is just the uh the the like goop from alex right like that is all there yeah. in there as well so and i don't think there's splicers i think it's actually just the zombies it's it's a weird thing but like tonally very cool to just walk around in 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 the bioshock world like that um it totally destroyed my my pc couldn't handle it though i don't know whether it was just like unoptimized or something like that but like my pc just shit the bed and then there was another one that kept coming up called the gunman chronicles which is a terrible name but the the idea of it is like it's like basically like a hitman thing but like time to kill is like zero for both you and enemies so like you do some real cool John Wick shit, like kicking down doors and or punching right, through okay. doors, and like just taking out rooms of people. But you do need to play it pretty conservatively because you will go down very quickly as well. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like this, um, and there's no save in it as well. It's like you need to do this whole thing in one run. Um, oh, so it's it's yeah, and it's good, and it's just it really it really does reinforce that like the Alex engine or mechanics, like they're just super good and can be used in a bunch of really cool ways well yeah that was the that was the thing that that got people a lot about alex it was like not only was like it was like a cool game with like a story and it looked really really good and stuff like that but like the usability of vr within it like how it used vr was very good how you interact with the world in a vr setting was very good it's it's yeah it's really strong still and it holds up it totally holds up once i'd remembered how it all works like it's really yeah it's it's definitely a it's definitely one of those things. It's like, yo, if you put something in VR, you need to show them the first like hour of Alex, and then yeah, if they're if they if they're not terrified by that, then yeah, you can probably keep going. But like, yeah, it's 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 super cool. Um, I started playing Fury again because that DLC mm. came out, or I yeah. haven't actually picked up the DLC yet because I was like, I want to get back into this game and actually remember how the fuck to play it. Um, yeah god that game's fucking good like i know it like yep. it was like our game of the year one year but fuck me that game's good and yep i it's been really good actually seeing more people come back to it after that like so i don't think i actually mentioned this and got it in news but basically like they put out dlc for that game six six years after that game came out something like that something which like is that, like yeah. a whole new character with um with stances um yeah the fact the fact that it was a stance fighter sounded really interesting yeah. to me like is that game the supli- the simplicity of that game is really what makes it tick where yeah. because it's so easy mechanic not easy mechanically but like it has such a flat mechanical basis yeah the the the, the difficulty comes in with like how they're changing it and communicating stuff to you so then yeah. adding stances in it basically like doubles complexity yeah exactly which is weird but and I, so I really want to see that, but um, so I, I 
I start playing that again, and yeah, it's just it's so good. It's just really good. Mm-hmm. Also, I forgot because the version I played originally was I played the PS4 version originally, and that got a PS5 update um, for free. So, um, and I think I was actually the PC version I was playing is actually yours uh, through the Steam sharing thing. Oh, so sure. I was like, okay, I should actually go play the PS5 version and see what that thing looks like at 4K. Um, but yeah, fuck that game's good. So I think I'm going to play more of that, and then. Um, possibly pick up the dlc and see like that might be the thing that pushes me over the edge to be like this is too complicated for me like this is not right. because like it's not, I, I actually don't think that that fury the base level of fury's mechanics are simple but i think there's a yeah, lot of stuff that they let you discover that actually totally changes the approach to that game where like once you know all the things about like all oh, right you can um you can destroy purple bullets like once you do, yeah, once yeah, you yeah. once you work that stuff out, going once back you figure to that, out the language of that game, yeah, that going is... back to that first level is like, oh, I can do shit that I couldn't do the first time. Where I can like I can do proper charge hits here because there's enough time because I know that timing window so well that I can now do this and it's yeah, it's it's God Fury is such a good game. Um, yeah. really enjoyed that. And then also I played. Um, I mean, I, I, have we talked about Hunt Showdown on here before? I think we might have. Yeah, I talked. I talked about it at length. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I because I've I've played it for like twenty thirty yeah, hours or something. I'd, like I'd that, so completely yeah. forgotten. But yeah, so we played a couple of rounds of that because we're just looking for stuff to play, and it was it was on sale on Steam. That game's. I'm going to play more of that game solo. I think I don't think the other guys I was playing with were particularly enamored by it, but like there's something about it's it. Really interesting. It's a really interesting design thing. I, it's, it's even super like fascinating. It, it's interesting like i don't particularly like or it's not that i don't particularly like i am fucking terrible at games with um really low times kills like i just like anytime you're in and you're doing like um uh like you watch anyone play like high level well, not even high level like standard level call of duty at this point valorant and, like, yeah. or valorant like valorant terrifies the fuck out of me in a way that like dota is the only thing that's close to like yeah like valorant's all over like tiktok and stuff like that and you watch these people play it and it's just like you don't seem human like yeah if this had been 10 years ago i would have assumed all these people were just aimbotting like it's it's crazy what people can do in that environment and it's terrifying so but in in stuff like hunt showdown which prioritizes kind of like it has a very short time to kill, but also it prioritizes. I was going to say the 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 time to kill is like way low in that game. It's like point yeah. four or something like that. Like ridiculous. But, uh, but I think it works because however it pri- long it takes them to hit you once in the head. Like, yeah, exactly. That's... But they've balanced it for me in such a way where because they, I think it's an audio thing. I think that's what it is because they cranked up ambient audio for people who aren't you. So like. So, like, I did a bunch of games solo before I jumped in with 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 a team, and like, if you're just standing still in a room or in a in a place and don't move, like, it feels like other people moving around you have their audio heightened. Like, it doesn't feel like it's a yeah, set for level. sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the that, audio is really important in that game yeah. for being able to hear direction and stuff yeah. like that. So, like, yeah, in a way, not... I haven't seen in a game in a in a while. And when you even stuff out like that, if you play it carefully. Like, because not everyone's running at 400 mile an hour and you play it carefully and it gives you enough tools to be able to deal with that stuff. Like, we were we were dealing with, with high-level teams 
in a way that I mm-hmm. wasn't expecting in that game. Like as yeah. people, as three people who had played about collectively about three hours of that game, like we were like taking people out who were massively over level, uh, higher level than us, and it, it's like that's the thing that I would want in that thing. Like if you fuck up, you should not. Like you shouldn't be able to just like level your way through that game. Like if you fuck up, if you do something wrong, you can you can die from it, right? And that's the way that kind of game should be. Um, and it's just yeah, I I, I enjoyed that. I'm gonna play more of that game solo. Um, yeah. also it's like game's good. Like it's also that I still do not entirely understand the progression system of that game. And it's it's interesting, right? When you come to a game like that, that because I think that game's in early access for a while, right? And then I can't like, remember fully launched, but like there are so many like on top of just like the bare mechanics of the game, which is like not hugely complicated, but more complicated than games like this before. Um, on top of that, and you have all the character stuff, which is like okay, so what are traits? What is a bloodline? What like oh, which, yeah, which currency stuff, yeah. goes into this thing? The fact that you have to buy equipment, so like if your character because your character can can once you get to a certain level your character can die and they're like gone gone and with all their equipment so you have to like buy the equipment that you need and you can have an inventory of that and you sell that shit off and then you have traits that unlock like it's interesting coming to a game like that's been around for so long where it's like do they do a good job of showing you that stuff and how to interact with the systems not really not really but they do enough where you can kind of poke at it and be like okay i think i see where this is going and i think this kind of starts to make sense um but yeah i I, that game's cool that game's really really cool um yeah i think that was everything oh yeah there was the the demo for um oh god i forgot the name of the game uh card shark did you see this game no okay so card shark is ostensibly based on a french book of how to cheat at cards and it's a like an as far as i can tell it's an actual book that did exist i think don't quote me on that but it was an actual book written by somebody who was like yo here's a bunch of techniques on how you can just like t- steal money from people at cards like here's how you cheat here's how you palm cards here's how you stack a deck yeah. here's all yeah. that kind of stuff and this game is a basically a mechanized version of that book right like it teaches you how to it teaches you how to shuffle a deck in a way you can predict cards it teaches you how to like um like cheat um uh god what's the thing with the the three cards and the queen um three card monty three card monty it like teaches you how to do all that stuff and it mechanizes it all so that like there's just enough level of like you have to work with it and work with the controller but it is also kind of about cheat that cards and then there's this whole story layer on top of it where you basically you're you're uh it's set in like 18th century france and yeah well, are, i'm watching the trailer for it right now it actually looks kind of cool <laughs> it's awesome it's super super cool um so you you get taken in by this uh this professional cheat um and he kind of takes you under his wing and um and teach you how to cheat cards and the demo was really really good it's really long demo actually and it really but yeah it was it was for me it was the how they've translated these techniques into actual mechanics that so for example right um one of the techniques they teach you is if you're the dealer because obviously the dealer for all these games will rotate but when you're the dealer yeah because you're working with this guy and the, the two of you are a team 
you have to all the all the played cards are on the table and it's time for you to pick up the deck and reshuffle so you have to pick up the deck in the order in a specific order so that your mate will be the one that gets all the high cards so you're looking at this you have to very quickly kind of look at this table of cards and go okay he's third in the here's third in the deal so i need to get shit card shit card good card shit card but then there's a two so you need to factor that in so it's going to skip two places and it's like you're doing the thing but it's doing it in a very game way that is super cool and they've pulled off a lot of really interesting mechanics in there um it's very it, yeah it's just it's a really cool idea and it's they've executed it basically flawlessly um so i'll be looking forward it's to that when it finally comes out um, yeah i would try that that's yeah, cool. it's awesome um but yeah i think that's everything i've got so what have you been what have you been playing um so there's two things um there's songs of conquest which i don't really want to say too much about because we're going to record a video for but yeah. um songs of conquest is that game that um i freaked out about like three e3s ago yeah when they said that they were they wanted to make like a modern heroes of Might and magic game they basically um, like it's been interesting because i remember at the time when we first talked about this they were like they specifically said like yeah we really like heroes of Might and magic and we want to do a new one and then you look at yeah. their you look at their marketing now and it's like 2d hex strategy games of old and you're like can you just yeah. not say i don't know if they can heroes? say heroes of Might and magic but because yeah. like technically speaking um Ubisoft owned that, but I don't know what the I don't I don't know. To What's be the honest, game called again? Song of Song of Conquest. Songs of Con- Conquest. Quest. Songs of Conquest. Yeah. Um yeah, turn based strategy game inspired by nineties classics. And yeah. you're like, oh that could they mean be... they mean Heroes of Might and Magic. But that's, that that's a bunch it. of different games, <laughs> and then you look at three seconds of trailer and you're like, yo, this is Heroes of Might and Magic, just yeah. straight up. Yeah, and great. that is that is pretty much what that game is. That game is just it's just Heroes of Might and Magic again, uh, but modern. It's got different ideas um, that I'll show off in the video. Again, I'm not going to talk about it too much, but like it 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 has, it has different ideas about what it thinks was important in Heroes of Might and Magic. That, interesting. Okay. That I I'm not sure how much I agree with it, but it it's it's interesting nonetheless. It's not a bad thing. It's just different. Um, yeah, we'll we'll go through it in the video, but cool. that, just to say, I have been playing it, and I think it's cool. It's an does, interesting idea. Does it feel like? Have you been able to use heroes' tactics in this game and have them work? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it totally works. It's close um, enough to be the, there. They still have like core concepts. They still have like ferrying and stuff like that. That's like super important, and like mm. a whole bunch of stuff that is central to how you're supposed to play heroes and make magic that still work in it. Yep. There are changes in mechanics of the game that mean that you can't do certain Heroes of Might and Magic things that are fun and powerful, but you can't do them. Oh, um, okay. Like the, exa- the example I could give you of like, well, you can, I, think, I guess you technically could do this in Songs of Conquest, but I don't think that it's possible, where the thing that you used to be able to do in Heroes of Might and Magic 3, which was very, very funny, but nobody ever did it because it was kind of like griefing, was um apocalypse balling which was like you set you got your entire army was like five black dragons and black dragons are immune to magic and then you use the spell apocalypse which deals like ridiculously high amounts of damage to all units but because your units are immune to magic nothing happens to your guys and all their guys die it's Mm -hmm. incredibly funny but it's massively uninteractive so like nobody did it because it was it's it's griefing basically like it's kind of cheap 
Um, they've also kind of gotten around the thing that Heroes did that that kind of ruined that as well, where at higher levels of Heroes Might and Magic, magic breaks that game. So like the second yeah. that anybody can rush and get Fly or Dimension Door, basically kind of break that game. Um, because that game is all about like movement of your hero and how much you can go in a turn but like when you can fly in deep like dimension door anywhere um that breaks so you just you turn up at like people's bases with like full movement and like for very <laughs> right. little input like it was kind of nuts you can't do that in songs of conquest because that's not how it works but right. they're they're that's what i mean of like they're they're taking it in a different way they're seeing different things from heroes of magic of being like that's good that's bad let's try and do something a bit different sure um but it is still very much Heroes Mate Magic. Um, it's cool. I'll show it off in a video. Yeah, but, um, that's, that's, that's cool. I like that. Uh, the main thing that I've been playing that I want to talk about. So I, I, I said last time I was going to play Weird West. I never got around to it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I am going to play it. It's on my list. I'm probably going to start playing it today. Um, yeah. But um, I just never got around to it. Just other stuff kept coming up. Yeah. yeah. Um, the game that I've played the most between that is uh, between then and now is um, Blood Hunt. Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I forgot about this, yes. I want to talk about this because it's actually, this has been my, like, I like having, like, a casual shooter that I can, mm-hmm. like, jump yep. into, like, every day for, like, a couple hours or whatever and play yes. it. And kind of Vampire uh, the Masquerade Blood Hunt has been that for me for the past couple of weeks. So it's a Battle Royale game set in the Vampires of the Masquerade or the World of Darkness universe, technically, the Vampire the Masquerade. Is that what it's called? World. Huh. Yeah, World of okay. Darkness is, like, their their brand. encompassing brand yeah got you but okay vampire the masquerade is the main thing so my history with vampire the masquerade being a tabletop rpg dm and player um i wasn't like other people that was like really edgy in high school but also had geeky mates because that's typically yep. how you got to play vampire the masquerade that's, was that's how they get you that's how they get you yeah you say. <laughs> if you were if you were an angsty teenager and you had friends that were nerds you probably played vampire the masquerade at some point I remember, um, the, I remember the days when you would you would see your friend who's like high achieving and then suddenly cut one day they'd come in with a leather trench coat and you'd be like, ah, they hit the vampire. Ah, yeah. uh, no. Yeah, they, they hit them. the vampire they thing. Um, yeah, I wasn't that. So I never played Vampire the Masquerade. No. I, I, I've I seen people play it. I've watched people play it. It's a cool yeah. system. Yep. Um, but is. my involvement with Vampire the Masquerade is purely like on a lore basis. So I've never played it, but I really, really like the world and the sure. story that yeah. they're telling in it. So did like the ever, idea of like the, the vampire clans and like that stuff is really super interesting to me. Yeah. And um, it felt like it like because I didn't obviously like because uh the blood not bloodlines, because that's this game. What's the the RPG, the famous one? Um the Blood Blood no, what is it fucking there's a, there's Why a, I don't remember this Vampire the Masquerade fucking there's, oh, there was no. a Bloodline is Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines Bloodlines yeah what's this one what's this game Blood Hunt Blood Hunt that's the difference yeah because yeah. Bloodlines came out we would we would have been because it came out directly before Half-Life 2 I remember that much yeah because um, there was some controversy over that Um, so we must have been pretty young but I remember seeing that game and going this is a cool video game and I had no idea about the tabletop side of it yeah and then when you'd go in you go like, oh there's like clans and like classes and like this is this is cool and then you look at the tabletop you're like oh this is totally where this came from this makes total sense yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. where this came from um, so the, the, but did you it, ever it makes play sense that the, like did you play that game the, what bloodlines yes yeah i've played a show at bloodlines well, oh, have you? Great. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah okay it was on and, my list um no yeah like if it's a, a, a game like that 
of course mm-hmm. I'm going to play it, and I've played yeah. it like I've played it through like two times or something. It feels like that, very yeah, much it's, up your alley. Really, really yeah. good. It's old, but it's it's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Blood Hunt is like a battle royale version of that. Um, so it's your typical battle royale thing. It's set in Prague. Um, the background to it of why it's a battle royale is basically there's been like a a massive br- oh god I'm gonna have to start getting into Vampire the Masquerade terminology <laughs> there there has been a massive break of the Masquerade which is like yes. the set of rules that that the Camarilla put on all vampires that say you have to follow these rules or else we're gonna come and kill you yeah. um, here's how we hide ourselves a, with among the populace yeah. yeah and it's the usual stuff of like don't feed in front of people and like yeah. don't sire and like all that stuff um, behave like a normal person and don't go feral <laughs> or whatever it is um there's been a massive break of that in Prague, and now the the, the Camarilla have done a successful job of containing it to Prague, but the people within Prague now very much know, hey, there are vampires, they're dangerous, and there's loads of them, um, because Prague's one of the main vampire havens in the Eastern yeah. Europe. But um, So they contain it into Prague and then basically say there's going to be a war. There's going to be a war between the people in the Camarilla and the Anarchs and like, all. it's just going to be a bloodbath between all the vampires basically. So they're just going to let it happen. That's the basis of it being a battle royale is that like, all the vampires wake up and then just try and kill each other. That's it. Um, There are the extra things of the humans also have involvement in their like super, they've like developed some super special anti-vampire fighting task force that have like special weapons and like armor and stuff like that but also posted up around the city that's who's, like who's, who leads that is that like a the entity thing? quote unquote is, oh, a, is, is okay, the, sure. the all-encompassing entity that like looks over prague and stuff like that of course, they also deploy special anti-vampire gas that is like your ring that's their <laughs> that's their equivalent of the ring oh right yeah um, that's how the ring works yeah, yeah okay yeah yep. it's just a big red gas that's bad to vampires um so yeah they're the that's that's the setup for it the mechanics of the game very much a battle royale game it's about picking up guns and armor and yep killing each other it's not that strange uh cool selection of guns there's like yep. it's it's weird because it's not a lot of like modern stuff it's a lot of old stuff because it is like it's because it's set in and around prague which is quite an old city and mm-hmm. you're getting guns a lot from like not souvenir um antique shops and stuff like that so instead of it being oh, like yeah. high-powered assault rifles and stuff like that you've got like toby guns and like that bars makes so and much stuff sense because like when i when i played the beta for this um i did think it was weird that i was getting like these weird old guns i'm glad they actually mm. explain why you're getting like yeah like so a, a lot yeah, of your guns, guns are okay. just like either lying around that or you're sense. getting them from like antique shops and stuff like that because you also have like melee weapons so you're picking up like fire axes and mm. stuff like that um like rapiers and yeah. stuff i seem to remember guns are cu- guns are cool uh there is a whole subset of guns because it's a vampire game that are crossbows that yep you have the dual crossbows that are explosive and they're like tiny little grenades that you can fire across the map and there's the big crossbow that's like a big uh poison gas cloud that also erodes armor so they're mm. weird like zone effect guns yep um, it's pretty cool it's interesting there's, there's a cool selection of guns um the other thing is that you're as a vampire because you're a vampire you have to shocking feed yeah you have to feed you have to drink blood and there are multiple ways of doing that where if you drink bloods of um regular people that are still in prague uh you level up your passive abilities so there's like four passive abilities that are like 
gaining health over time or the cooldown of your active abilities or your melee damage or whatever it is and you drink blood of people in the street and the their emotion the emotion that they're feeling at that time is one of those passives so it's based right. on the type of that blood that you're it. drinking yes. so there's like people it's like i'm trying to think about how they word it where it's like people who are particularly like i, I don't know how they explain it but like sanguine is one of them which just means blood so i don't actually know what that yeah. emotion is oh, I mean, sanguine, um, is a, sanguine is a emotion i know it's an emotion but i don't actually know what how you would describe it like that's uh, the it's like i've never mournful i think sure sanguine sanguine emotion sanguine optimistic or positive especially in sure. an apparently bad or difficult situation that sounds okay, exactly that makes like sense. what this is okay, yeah. yeah so yeah if you do if you do that you start gaining the ability to gain health over time and there's like melancholic and caloric and like a whole bunch of stuff that's also mechanics from vampire the masquerade of like mm. different people with different types of blood but that's so you level up your passives that way that empower your active abilities uh you can also when you down someone you're not when you down another vampire, you can't drink vampire blood, or you can, it technically powers you up, but you're not feeding on them, you're diabolizing them, which is yeah. basically like they stop existing yep. um, by like draining them entirely of their blood and like you gain all their power from that. That just gives you all your health back, but you have a limit on how much normal person blood you can drink that you get more of that limit by drinking the blood of other vampires. Just yeah. like powering you up to then go and get more passives basically it's an it's an interesting experience system like they're basically oh, like yeah i, I think it's super cool it's a really interesting yeah. idea um it's not like other games that have like when you shoot someone and you down them you can go and finisher them for like yeah you get your health back but it's mainly for style points it's like yeah. that there's an actual reason to go and do that now yeah um Makes so sense. it kind of drives this like because when you obviously you're di- diablerizing someone you're exposed so people can jump you and it's interesting it makes more mechanical sense um there's also the ability of if you break masquerade so if you the masquerade still exists so if you still feed in front of humans or kill humans or do stuff that is against the masquerade you get marked and a blood hunt happens which is basically you you are then visible on the map to everybody because you have broken you have broken masquerades so you're a vampire that has to die that's the idea yep. Yep. so that is that that is the blood hunt is people hunting the people that are breaking the masquerade um which is cool like most of the time i've only ever triggered blood hunt if i've done it by accident which is like usually happens where you're like standing on a roof because the the main thing about this game that is really good is the maneuverability because you're a vampire you just like run up walls and can like fly a little bit and hover and stuff feels really really good to do um, but that, it leads into situations where a lot of the combat encounters are on rooftops. So if I'm on a rooftop yeah. and I'm looking down, like I know there's gunfire because I can hear it. So I look down and I see a person that's moving that looks like they're moving like a player. So I shoot at them and I kill them and it's an innocent. That's yeah. the only time I've ever triggered blood hunts. Is... It's, it's interesting because when I when I played the beta, like I saw what they were going for for the parkour, but it just didn't it didn't feel quite right. So I'd be interested actually in trying the full thing and seeing. I think if, it, I if, think it feels really if, good now. Okay. I think it feels great. Um, so super super fun. Um, so that's interesting. I think that's a cool mechanic because yep. it is like in keeping in your vampire the masquerade thing. Um, and then you get to you being a vampire with your unique powers is based on your clan, which is the big vampire of the masquerade thing. That's how you get your classes. Yep. Um, so in the game now, there are four clans. 
yeah, four. There's Bruja, who are the the kind of like edgy, angry vampires that get a lot of like physical abilities. They like punching stuff a lot. Is the Bruja um, Nosferatu, who, are, who look like Nosferatu? They're the weird ones with the pointy fangs. They um, they deal a lot in like subterfuge and like being invisible. That's kind of their superpower. Yeah, they get to like turn invisible and run away or like throw bats at people and stuff. There's throw bats. Yes, just. Well, yeah, yes. the, 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 one of their abilities is like they, they throw bats in an area and it acts like a... Um, I think that was the one I had in the beta. I think that was the... Like the, a scan? Yeah, yeah, like you, you throw it down and then if it, it triggers, you get a ping to say, hey, there's someone yep. over there. That's what it was. Uh, there's Turiador, who are the the weird arty vampires that are all like... Um, they're kind of like sirens. They're about sed- seduction and like love and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um, their abilities are they can teleport and they can feed on humans in front of other humans and make it look normal. So it basically makes it look like you're making out with someone or oh, something like that. Yeah. Like that's their like, yeah, that's yeah. their special power. They also have, like, because they are all... Toreador are very vain and, like, want attention. So a lot of their powers are about people looking at them. So, like, one of them is, like, they can make, like, a big flashbang come out of their body. So, like, as people stare at them, they flashbang them. It's that sort of idea. And then the the newest one is they've got one Tremere not Tremere, uh, Ventru, who are the um, the upper class vampires. They're like the business people. The fancy um, ones, yep. They're, the, they're basically the ones that run the Camarilla and the Masquerade. They're the super fancy ones. They're, their special thing is that they only like drinking select blood. They can't just right. drink anybody's blood. They have like specific people that they can only drink from. Um, right. And they are about control basically they're they're like their ability is that like they can basically turn on a thing that says they can't be hurt for a bit so it's all about like you coming in and taking control of an area and being like that um it's cool the variety is really interesting they don't have my favorite vampire clan which is tremere because they are like blood wizards and nice that would be that's their whole thing They're they're the youngest clan in the camarilla and everybody thinks they're really weird because they just like do blood magic all the time but they're super interesting uh but they don't get to be there as a bunch of other clans that aren't there as well um but yeah i, I assume if this game does well they'll keep adding stuff but yeah um i, I think it's about the, the the skills are very like are varied you can do a lot with them some of them are kind of bullshit the 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 um venture one is way way too strong um because it lasts forever so they just don't take any damage if they shoot or something like that they can take them damage but like it means that if they get into a fight, they just turn it on and run away and you can't do anything about it. Um, it could be better. Shotguns are way too overpowered as well. But like, I, I was saying to this, I was showing my friend the game last night and saying to them, like, this is really early, so a lot of it's really weird and kind of unbalanced and maybe a bit broken, but it's fun. Like, I think that's really fun, yep. but there's some really dumb shit. They obviously need to fix it so that the game has longevity, but yeah. it it, felt, it's cool. I think it's really interesting. It felt like, even when I was playing it in the beta... It felt like they, it felt like they were having fun with it, as opposed to like taking it super seriously. Like it really does feel like yeah. it feels like a lighter, because like masquerade stuff can get kind of real dark at points. Like obviously, um, bloodlines had like a lot of humor in bloodlines, but it almost almost felt like this. It, again, it kind of throwing back to the kind of the edgy high school self serious part of it. It yeah, felt like bloodline yeah, yeah. was them going like, let's take the setting and just be real dumb with it. Like, we've had to contrive this reason why, like, not a huge contrivance, but we had to contrive this reason that it's a, a Battle Royale game anyway. So let's just be done with it. And it feels like they've achieved that. It feels like they've done 
Um, yeah, it's really. Like I've I've been taking it really casually because like, I don't think taking it seriously does anything for it. No. So if you just like, I, I just jump in and just shoot stuff for a while. It's it's fun. Like it, yeah. it, it's a cool thing to like cool down on. Like at the end of the yeah. day, if you just want to go in and shoot some shit, um, it's free like to play, it. right? It's cool. They have yeah, it's totally free to play. There's a battle pass. It's you sure. can totally just jump in and try it. They also spend a lot of time dealing with. Um, because it's an edgy high school game, there's a lot of like wardrobe customization for your vampires. So you can like make them look however you want them to look. So like my Ventru has like a suit on and looks really like prim and proper, but my Nosferatu looks like a fucking monster. Like it's that sort of idea. <laughs> yep. Um it's cool. I like it. I, I think it's it's not I don't think it's by any means bad. Um mm-hmm. I think there are there are obviously like better battle royale options out there, I think, like Apex yep. or something like that. But like Apex, like when you get to the point that I'm at with Apex, where every you're you're at a level where everybody's really really good, you can't just like chill out and play it anymore. Yeah. It's really stressful, so it gets kind of bad. Yeah, for um, for me that was like it sounds like the way you're describing Blood Hunt was how I described the, uh, or how I felt about the. It's not domination. What was the extra mode they added to Apex that just turned it into like a point control shooter? Yeah, it was domination, wasn't it? Domination. I think whatever. Yeah whatever that mode they added was like that was that for me like it felt so much easier to play and i was just like yeah, yeah, yeah i wanted to get better at shooting and that was a good way of doing it in, in apex but uh yeah cool i should check that out again i i thought there was something there i just never um i just thought it was yeah we can we can give it a shot finished. It's, it's it wasn't fine. finished so yeah, yeah it's fine we can give it a shot like that's, cool. i've never actually played it in threes so i, I would okay. be interested to see what it's like as a group that would be yeah, cool totally um the other thing, so the other thing I can say is that I've I've started playing Wildermyth. Um, right. Yes. I've not I, played enough of it to feel like I could do it justice by talking about it, but it's incredibly interesting. It's a very very interesting thing. Um, I need to play more of it so that I can talk about it. But it's like I'm trying to think about how to describe it. It's like if you took the sort of like procedural story generation of like the Stanley Parable. Mm. obviously not oh, no, I was going to say not as funny but there is humour in Wildermyth like yeah. if you took procedural generation of a story but put it into like a tactical RPG it's that is it like because um, um, I remember seeing this and it reminded me of or not not so much mechanically but kind of story wise of um, Hand of Fate kind of yeah I would say Hand of Fate's pretty good okay, to yeah. go of um, it's yeah, Hand of Fate's a good thing to talk about. I, I'll, I'll, I, I will talk about it more once I've played yeah. more of it. But cool. it's very, very interesting. I'm just letting it. Yeah, Wildermyth seemed like one of those games I did not know existed. And then, like half my Twitter was like, "No, this is awesome. You should totally play it." I'm yeah, glad, I'm glad you. It's one of the, it's one of those games that I've had on my list for a while. Of like, people were saying like tactical RPG with procedural story, and I was like, that sounds very much like something I should play. But then for I never sure. got around to it. So now I, sure. I, I, I will look at it in in more cool. detail. Cool um okay let's have a let's have our music break and then we'll come back to talk a little about a little bit of news that's there um so i mean surprising no one well maybe i don't know so i want to do a song from citizen sleeper um because this soundtrack this soundtrack started as like just really good like i'm working background music stuff but actually the more i've listened to it there's a i really really like this soundtrack um it's a lot more it feels more ambient and generative. Like there's, there's a particular track on there that I, I listened to it and I was like, oh, I know exactly what they're doing here. 
like in terms of like generative music like there's a there's a particular um like kind of note generation um tact not tactic but like scheme where basically like you simulate you simulate like a 2d box and you throw a bunch of like physics based balls into the box and every time the balls hit the side of the box it generates a midi note it's used for like kind of weird rhythm rhythmic generation stuff there's a track in here that's got like a bunch of that in it and it's like oh i know exactly what's happening here this is super cool but just generally like super good soundtrack so um i'm gonna do the a track called density up from from this it's, this whole soundtrack is done by amos roddy uh, roddy roddy um who's done I, they did something else as well and i can't remember what it was uh something else i recognized no maybe not maybe not oh but they did okay they did the music for um the developer's previous game which is okay sure oh Thanks. sure right okay for inner yeah. the waters cool but yeah this is density from the citizen super soundtrack check the post for links so you can pick this up and we'll be back with some news after this from the Citizen Sleeper soundtrack check the post for links and you pick that up um, and that, like I said the game itself is on Game Pass so even if you want to go see what it's like you can do that there but the uh, um, soundtrack is also on like Spotify and stuff like that if you can poke around it's very very good um, yeah so there's a little bit of news that we, that we can talk about actually there wasn't a lot and then some stuff happened <laughs> yeah um uh so do you remember when um gamestop broke the stock exchange for a while and it yes. was like um and a bunch of redditors were just like fucking people over yeah is that it was very, r very slash weird. what was the r slash uh, cre- uh, wall wall street bets is that what it was oh, wall street bets that's the one yeah. yeah um so gamestop has a history of like doing weird like stuff with the financial sector um and then just this week they've decided you know what see as now is the time to get into the NFT market. Just as NFTs, the entire um, ecosystem has crashed like Crashing. 92% yeah. over a week and people are losing millions and millions of fake dollars. Um, GameStop are like, you know what? Now's the time. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, just for context, this is from uh, two weeks ago um, from the original Kotaka article about the NFT market collapsing. Uh, the 92% fall in sales, but also extraordinary drop of active wallets by 88% since November. Um, rising interest rates means that you can't just throw money at apes, apparently. Um, yeah. So that whole market's collapsing, and then GameStop on the 19th of May posted a fucking picture text, I assume, so that they can't... I don't know. We'll talk about that in a sec. Here's the text. What the internet did for communication, blockchains do for value. That is a meaningless sense. That is a <laughs> that doesn't totally mean anything. Meaningless sense. Now global communities can connect, coordinate, and transact like never before. They can do that right now. It's called like yeah. like the internet. 
Public, permissionless, credibly neutral value layers equal power to the players. That is the what? most like information negative sentence I think I've ever seen. Like I feel like I know less having read that. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, this is at GameStop NFT. They've created their own Twitter account for doing GameStop NFTs. Um How quickly before a- this one crashes? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. To, like let's get in now and we can do I don't know. The thing is like like a lot of people when the original like the Wall Street bet stuff were happening were going to GameStop and were like, So how are you doing this? Like what are you and like GameStop were not really involved. They were just like a kind of they were basically the, the mules for a bunch of like weird yeah, uh, yeah. weird like transactions and stock stock manipulation and stuff like that. Like GameStop didn't know what the fuck was happening. So now it feels like this is them going like, Well, we did a financial thing once, even though they actually didn't. Let's just they let's didn't, do the yeah. NFT things, right? Everybody did a financial thing through them was not them oh, doing yeah. a financial thing. Yeah. yeah. They weren't they weren't actively involved and weren't really doing Yeah. Um but also that's the entire thing. Like there's no details about what they're selling, what JPEGs they're selling, what Yeah. Like none of this. Well, the, what the NFT actually is. Yeah. Um and so the other thing that's on top of this so okay that's a lie i actually looked at the the twitter account they're all these like text on image things again i don't particularly know why but they are um are they selling image macros as nfts is that the maybe these are the nft i don't fucking know so anyway there's a thing in here uh and it seems like that so the all of the posts are like so what is the blockchain so what are digital assets so what is ethereum the Ethereum one's really funny, right? Because it's like, okay, uh, Ethereum is a blah, 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 blah. It is, however, quite a bit smarter. Ethereum can keep track of or run complete computer programs. In that sense, it is not merely a distributed database, it distributed computer. There's like what? seven things wrong with that sentence. Yeah. But like, technically, they're tr- technically it's correct. Kind of. Almost. <laughs> By writing these programs called smart contracts, developers can create all sorts of oh, applications. No. These applications can be financial, social, or of course, games. Ethereum is a technology, a community, and a digital economy. So, like putting all of the problems with the smart contract stuff to one side, and like yeah. the one thing I am relatively confident about talking about doing what I do for a living, smart contracts are the worst possible way for you to put code in the internet. Just straight up do not yeah. do it do not write anything that's ever given to you in a smart card just do not touch that shit but the implication here is that they are going to somehow middlemen ethereum smart contract games which are a thing that exists and are terrible like yeah. flat out like bad idea maybe this is them going like maybe we want to be the middlemen middlemen for blockchain games which are already collapsing who the fuck knows but it's just it's so i was gonna say yeah, the, the that major that major blockchain game that was like pokemon or whatever i can't remember the name Maxine of it Infinity. That, yeah that's the one you just fucking collapsed like yeah. it's not yeah it's, it's yeah it's it's almost like yeah it's it's a yeah it completely collapsed because it's not pinned on anything useful it's just like yeah if you can figure out how to manipulate the economy you can just wipe all of it out very quickly like it's just, there's just yeah. nothing fuck yeah it's it's wild it's really really wild um but yeah maybe this is the maybe this is the thing that kills gamestop the the zombie of games retail that keeps coming back regardless of how many times you try and fucking smother it with a pillow um there is 
yeah, so surprising no one. Um, apparently, Death Stranding Two is in production, except that it ah, wasn't. Fuck, man! <sighs> except that it wasn't announced. It was Norm Reedus going like, "Yeah, we just started making the second one. It's great." Yeah, it's like, whoa! Wait, then he, he just said, he just said it like, was it in an interview uh, or was it like speaking to Brazil, Brazilian outlet Adoro Cinema? He was in negotiations for his second Death Stranding, though it was unclear at the time if Reedus was referring to work on Death Stranding the director's cut. Although it now appears he was indeed talking about a sequel. Oh, sorry. That was the original yeah. one that came up that was like, oh, maybe they're talking about the director's cut. No, this is speaking with uh, Leo, a men's style publication. Um, <laughs> I knew said, it was something like totally unrelated. Yeah. Just like it was Rita randomly s- just thrown into a conversation somewhere. Yeah. Rita said, quote, we just started the second one when discussing his work on the original Death Stranding. Um, yeah. So like, of course they are. Like that game. Game did doesn't need a well. sequel. What do you mean? Of course they are. Game I mean, doesn't need a sequel. Game did game already came well. out. Game like, already came out and got a director's cut, and it didn't need a director's cut either. No, like, but like, it. A lot of people bought it. Like, it's not. It's I mean, not surprising. Sure, yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm slightly disappointed. That I don't just get to see a new Kojima batshit thing that has to be more Death Stranding. Like, I didn't. Death Stranding was not good. But it was no. interesting. It was <laughs> okay. It was in- it was interesting, right? Um, but it was. I think it was interesting in the same way that like Kojima games are interesting. Oh yeah, like, sorry, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, it's not good, but it's interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's no details on it except that it, like yes, it exists. I just love that. Like there was definitely. I mean, it still is the case, but like getting quote-unquote real actors into your games still a big thing especially if you're kojima but the problem with getting real actors into your video game into a space that is like notorious for being very very secretive yeah is that they will just fucking say yeah we're making a new version of this game what you didn't know that because it doesn't work for movies like movies will just be like yeah we're making a second movie of course we are and then you just don't hear about it whereas games are like no don't talk about the thing that we're definitely doing it's like okay fine why not yeah um cool keep looking kojima, oh, but kojima, kojima likes like a big reveal though like exactly exactly um did you see by the way just speaking of kojima the steam are doing uh, uh, like a narrative sales thing right yeah. now and yeah, it's yeah. like sponsored by konami like Is they're it? they're listed as like God, oh yeah presented it? by konami yeah oh, the social weird. deduction fest which appears to be like yo is that a game like among us um or werewolf let's be clear presented yeah. by konami and you're like why like what part of this is konami interested in because they don't have any games in it as far as i can tell i don't know they're just... um they're just like yeah bizarre um yeah so yeah death running too of course there is um i don't still don't understand why but of nope. course there is um sticking with konami th- there was a bunch of Silent Hill stuff that happened and I'm I'm super like I don't know how much of it I actually want to talk about because so much of it is completely un Okay, let's okay, let's just talk about it because it's Silent Hill and it's me. Um so basically there was a bunch of um like Silent Hill remakes slash updates slash new games have been like churning forever since Kanabi decided they don't want to make video games anymore. Yeah. Um and basically okay, there was a slight timeline basically there was a dust golem who's a guy on or somebody on twitter who get has sources that leaks a bunch of stuff basically got um 
a bunch of screenshots or no screenshots screenshots slash concept art for what is supposed to be a new silent hill game like brand new silent hill game one of them had um ah i've forgotten dude's name uh the creature designer from oh silent hill like the guy's name fuck can't remember anyway had his signature on it and it was dated Mm. 2020 like there's no way that could be associated with any other game um and then on top of that like middle of last year bloober team and konami announced the strategic partnership vgc reported that they were reviving some series including possibly silent hill a new trademark started to appear and then these screenshots appeared and then were dmca'd by uh, or were copyright claimed immediately by konami and you're like okay something is there something is happening that potentially might be silent hell there are are silent hell related moves happening exactly in the background yeah the problem is that it's bloober team and that's a problem for a chunk of us that like silent hell games because or like like that stuff because like bloober team don't make bloober bloober team make games that are almost good consistently (laughs) like observer was super super cool until they tried to do the monster stuff and then it was just like it didn't matter medium had moments of interestingness and then they just some baffling design decisions ruined that game yeah that game was not good so the idea that one of two situations is happening either bluer team are making a new silent hill game straight up in which case Mm -hmm. don't know don't know if i like don't that. think you want don't don't think we want don't that don't think you want that they could also be handling the much rumored silent hill 2 remaster which i feel slightly better about because i think if you're doing a silent hill remaster a lot of the decisions that blooper team could fuck up have been made for them <laughs> and the one but it's thing not like but the room the rumor is that it's not it's not like a straight remake it's like a re imagining there's like new stuff in it yeah but bloober team absolutely could fuck up yeah yeah the new stuff they could but the one thing they are good at is like aesthetic stuff like they can they Mm -hmm. can they can design some good stuff so like just having a high-res version of two with some new stuff i'm not as worried about that as a lot of other people could be because i'm not like i'm very protective of silent hill 2 but like i would like to see somebody try and like make it runnable again like i think part of it as well is like it is basically nigh on impossible to get no in fact sorry it is nigh on impossible to get silent hill 2 legally now running on a pc yeah um if you don't have if you don't have even if you have the original discs like it's still kind of a problem you can't yeah, buy the yeah. discs there's no way to, there's no place to buy the discs so it's like yeah just go fucking download the game and then get the the fan pack and it runs again but like yeah i would like to see what somebody could do with that do I want to build Bloober Team? Probably not, but I'd rather they did the remaster and let somebody else handle the actual new game. Fine. But who but, do you who do you get that you who do you get to oh, do it? I, at I that don't point? I don't know. That's the thing. I I just do not know. I uh, there's the problem is there's not a lot of like named horror people out there or people that that do something similar like. I think I was talking to you about this. The problem is that when horror came back for a while, like kind of like amnesia 
style horror. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason those games came back is because they stream well. That's not true. Like, Amnesia's Amnesia's a good game in a bunch of good ways. But the reason why they got big and why Amnesia really came back and like spurred on this this kind of resurgence of that kind of horror was because that game streams well, right? You can get PewDiePie to mm-hmm. stream at various moments and you get view counts and you get eyes on your game, right? Like that's how you do it. And you look at a lot of this the like horror steam trash that's out there. That's unfair. Low <laughs> low quality steam games that Yeah, are I know there, what you mean. Yeah. Um that are trying at least interesting things, but it is all about jump scares it's about being able to stream well all that kind of stuff like silent hill is not that game like you cannot make a silent hill that is that because that is not silent hill anymore right like silent hill does not have jump scares or it has like two an entire game right yeah, yeah silent yeah. hill is not about jump silent hill is about atmosphere it's about slow burn it's about uncomfortableness it's about metaphor it's about a bunch of stuff that does not play well when being streamed and makes it very difficult for you to get clearance to make a game like that right like even like it does explain some of the thing about some of the stuff about the medium that i really didn't like right like that game has insta fail chase sequences right like stuff that is exciting to watch not play from experience yeah sure not fun to play but it does come over well in streaming you cannot do a silent hill game that is like that and if you try, you will fail and you end up with like downpour and shit like that. Like it's just not fun. Yeah, downpour it's, it's, is it's a downpour bad game. was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Um again, the only person I've seen that gets what Silent Hill is is that post trauma project that's that's out right now. Mm, like that mm. is a game that I booted up and within minutes I was like, this developer knows what makes Silent Hill Silent Hill, right? Like it's not in your face it's not loud and shouty it's not jump scary it's like one of the most oppressive bits of atmosphere i've ever played in a video game and it's yeah. wild and they get it and you cannot get clearance to do that if you're a normal studio right that no, has to be a fan project yeah, yeah yeah so that's why i'm worried about and you saw the hell coming out that's not ran by a lot of the similar people and again like even if you got the character designer whose name escapes me or you get akira yamoka to do the audio like that's not enough you can't take no yeah akira, akira yamaoka didn't save the medium like that no was, his soundtrack yeah. also on that game was bad it was yeah. not good um it's a it is a it is a cohesive thing you can't just take the bits of it and turn it into a new game you need the ethos or it's not that game um so yeah and and that's the thing like the screenshots look great like there's a lot of stuff in there that I, that's like yes this looks closer to something i would associate with a silent hill game um I like the association that somebody looked at a bunch of the screenshots and went, yeah, this is set in Britain because there's a, one of the, the concept arts is like a woman's face with like, um, it looks like like bits of paper like peeling off with like post-it yeah. notes underneath it. And one of the post-its, it says Minger. And you're like, well, it's quite obviously set in Britain. That's Britain, like, yeah. You know what? You're probably not wrong, but also that's the thing that you, okay, sure, fine. I can't wait. I can't wait. No, because like if it's a Silent Hill game and it's set in silent hill it has to be in well no i guess the whole point is that silent hill appears wherever yeah. it's needed or, but... or or your character is drawn towards the town i can't like wait for a silent hill game in britain that's so foggy that you run in a direction in a street and then you run straight first into like a greg's or something like that that'd be really funny oh totally yeah yeah there's, I mean, um, there's a lot of yeah a lot of people have been really riffing on 
what Silent Hill in Britain looks like, and it's like, yeah, the idea of hiding in a Greg's came up quite yeah. a lot, and like, um, I love that Greg's is such a cultural touchstone. <laughs> Fuck yeah, for it's, Britain, it's so <laughs> fucked. Yeah, it's you know just hurling sausage rolls at fucking shambling creatures. I mean, that is literally just. Yeah, people literally should do just, that for me. I would do that. Like people yeah. just throw sausage rolls at me. That would be great. I'd love it. Shambling. Just, yeah. <laughs> Me shambling like, through the streets and people just throwing Greg sausage rolls at me—that'd be fantastic. Listen, I've had to go—I've had to go get lunch and work recently, and like that's not too far off from what happens in parts yeah, of your death parts shamble. Of Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, just hurling sausage rolls at shambling. Ugh. Anyway, have you seen that? Um, have you seen that TikTok by that guy that's like a middle-aged man goes and orders a Greg's? I assume you have. I maybe. Oh God! I'll let you find it so you can yeah. see it in the, the problem after is the show. The problem is that, like, if you're not regularly looking at TikTok, people assume that it's like Twitter, and you're like, "Oh, this Twitter, this tweet was huge! Like, everyone must have seen it." Like, everyone's front page is so customized to them; it's very possible to miss. Oh, I there's a whole the... series of these. Yeah, I, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I know the, I know this guy. Yes, okay, sure. That's um, great. <laughs> yeah, it's accurate. It's very accurate. It's it's, it's so accurate that it's scary. Like, it's... <laughs> um. So last couple of things, um, just headline headline of the year so far, I think for me from Kotaku, new cloud technology warns you when not to play Kingdom Hearts. And it's oh just, yeah, it's like, I forgot about this. It, it sounds it sounds like it's the fucking the the weather website for Scotland. Like, is it taps off or not? And it's just like a binary state of like taps off or taps on. Like, it's like yeah, yeah just don't play Kingdom Hearts. It's fine. It's, um, yeah, I was joking about this. I was joking about this, saying that they, they did that on all Kingdom Hearts games that are like a a physical gate of like how many Kingdom Hearts games have you played, and if the number is less than five, yep. you probably shouldn't. You probably play shouldn't because yeah, my slight divergence, but kind of related. I we were looking at like oh, um, we should go like we're just talking about going to cinema at some point. It was like oh, the the new um, Doctor Strange came out like by far like my favorite thing that marvel do is those movies and that's not true one division was up there as well but anyway yeah. um i was like oh we should go see that and then i was i was hunting around and like I, there was a bunch of tweets of like cool uh doctor strange 2 is out here's the other bits of marvel you need to do and i'm like i don't want to do fucking homework yeah. i'm like you don't... I don't give a shit like i really don't i want to go see the was... cool shit i was gonna say you don't have to do it like it's not it just like you get more of a like, oh right, it's that. Like that's it. That's all okay. you get. It's not like a required thing. It's just more of like, oh cool, it's that. Okay, like, fair enough. Maybe maybe I will go see it then. But like the, the 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 people that are writing articles like that are writing them for SEO numbers. Like that's it. Like the require. Oh, it's yeah. not like fuck it. It's not like a fucking Infinity War where like if you jumped into that with no context, you'd be like, what the fuck is happening? It's like yeah, totally. It that that Doctor Strange you can still look at as a movie. It's just there are as- things in it that you'd be like, ah, okay, cool. That's the... as somebody who was like i should probably go finally watch infinity war like last year sometime and like spent the time and did all of the research and watched all the stuff and then infinity war happened i was like that was not fucking worth it i'm sorry so maybe I do nah, i'm sorry but i'm sorry but infinity war might not be worth it but endgame is worth it like endgame is <sighs> it was yeah sure that okay, the, bit, the bit with all the portals is like properly so stand-up pop-off moment yeah it like it's, it's so super dumb. dumb but it's dumb in like the comic book way where you're like yeah yeah oh okay, my god fine. look at how fucking stupid this is like it's I th- like I, th- I think Ant- for Man me punching a fucking skatari thing out of the sky is so fucking I, stupid but it's great I, I, 
Like, I just think for me at that point, maybe it was because of the fact that like I just shotgunned all those movies in the lead up to Endgame. But it's just I looked at it and was just like, this is so expensive. This is just so expensive. I can't. It's I a can't. lot of money on screen. It's a lot of yeah, money on it's... screen right now. Um, it's wild. And it's like, I think it can, one of my favorite arcs of the Marvel stuff as they continue to get bigger and more of them start to get made is just like how progressively bad they can make the CG. Like, it's just, it's mm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, especially how much like, they can get away with. Yeah. Yeah. And you like, you look at some of the She Hulk stuff from this week and it's just like, I was going to say, you see oh, it more in the TV shows than you do the in TV the movies. Stuff. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. But like, the, one division i think did really well like it they because they that because that wasn't just like direct like you'll make cg stuff look cool like there was like filmmaking involved in that and there was like yeah you can do a lot of stuff with very simple tools to tell the story that we're trying to tell you don't need to make giant cg creatures that look terrible but like yeah. oh god yeah, like the, 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 the like like moon knight was just finished I haven't seen. That I liked. Yet, yeah. I liked Moon Knight. I think Moon Knight's cool, but there is some real bad looking CG in yeah. that thing. Like it uh-huh. is, yeah. It, and it's 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 also affected by. And I, I remember somebody made this argument, and I think I entirely hundred percent believe it because like everyone because a lot of these shows now, especially the TV stuff, are like streaming to home in four K. You can screenshot yeah. a lot of these at very high quality and be like look at how fucking dumb this looks what that you would yeah, probably yeah, get yeah. away with if it wasn't on a if it was on a, like a big screen or something like that um but man yeah they need to yeah god i feel bad for for visual artists i really do um speaking of like people should go watch love death and robots this season it's easily the best season they've ever done it's spectacular there's a lot of really good stuff in there it's it's great. I'm going to do um, it right after this show. <laughs> what the fuck was I talking about? Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So they. Yeah. So Kingdom Hearts on the Switch. Don't play it. Don't play Kingdom Don't Hearts. Don't play Kingdom Hearts. Speci- specifically, do not play Kingdom Hearts on the Switch. So the Switch version of Kingdom Hearts, which is the... What do they call the full edition of that thing? The, oh, God. A fucking cloud thing? I don't know. It's... For all Kingdom Hearts games on the Switch, they don't have a title. But anyway, whatever the collection of Kingdom Hearts games where you can play one, two, three, and the other games i keep forgetting um they're cloud streaming they're not running on the switch because apparently mm. you can't do that sure why not um so they're cloud streaming so they're running on a machine somewhere and streaming the video to your switch the switch does not have good wi-fi like at all it's just bad nope. like from a technical level and also the servers are not being kept up particularly well for this thing so what was happening was you would go on and be like oh this bad looking game is running at three frames a second what the fuck is happening here so the last patch they added 103 has a prioritized performance and prioritized graphic quality mode which i cannot wait to see some screenshots of what kingdom hearts one on prioritized performance mode looks like um and also they have a thing that's like it has a server congestion icon now on the portal page that says like yo the server's busy or not so basically they've given you this thing that's like, hey, you don't you shouldn't play Kingdom Hearts right now. Um Our servers are if, too busy. Please do not interact with Kingdom Hearts. That exactly. Is... Which again should just be on every game, every yeah. Kingdom Hearts game from here on. Should I play Kingdom Hearts? Probably not. I Probably not. Do you have other have you played to do? like have you played like these other sex games and watched these two movies? Yeah, eh, probably not. You, you, is. Is, your kitchen's probably dirty. You should probably go clean your kitchen first yeah. and then maybe come back and see. Like do something useful, you know. Um but uh yeah it's fucking wild like yeah that's all, that's all, insane it's it's also wild that that game is full price on yeah. switch like it's not i uh, there's no way for us to get these numbers and even if there was a way for us to get those numbers no way that they would ever let these numbers happen but 
I would love to know how many people bought Kingdom Hearts on Switch not knowing this is a thing. Because if you're a if you're not technically minded, even like remotely technically minded, like explaining what this thing actually is is not easy, right? Like it's not running on because when it works well, it just looks like it's playing on your console, right? So explaining to someone here's why this game looks like ass is because there's a server somewhere else that is busy right now. Yeah, yeah like yeah. explaining that probably not great. So you buying this thing at what I assume is sixty quid. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Um, and then not being able to play it because a server somewhere. It's just, it's, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. Um, yeah. Holy shit. Um, okay. Last two, last two stories. There. This is a report. Um, so not confirmed. Not even barely rumor. This is a report from. Uh, Puck. I don't know what Puck is. Puck is a news website. Okay. From Heat Media. I don't know what this is. I've never focusing on the inside story of the nexus of Hollywood, Wall Street, Washington, and Silicon Valley. Okay, sure. Fine. I They're a tech website no, news. Okay. Sure. Don't quote me on how reliable this is, but Kotaku have picked it up and obviously have confirmed some of it. Well, not confirmed. They've they're hearing similar things, apparently. Um basically EA might be looking to get acquired. Um is the is the rumor um how much does that sell for is my first question so the the other so um puck's veteran media reporter dylan beers quoted as saying in recent years as media companies have taken greater interest in the rapidly growing gaming industry wilson and this is um what's his name wilson uh andy wilson no the british guy that's in charge of ea now the guy that used to do all the uh oh fuck yeah i know who you mean andrew wilson andrew wilson andrew wilson Um, yeah uh, Wilson and Electronic Arts have held talks with a number of different potential suitors, including Disney, Apple, and Amazon. Sources with knowledge of these talks told me. Several sources familiar with these talks say EA has been persistent in pursuing a sale and has only grown more emboldened in the wake of the Microsoft Activision deal. Others say EA is primarily interested in a merger agreement that would allow Wilson to remain as chief executive of the combined company. Um, there was a deal with NBC Universal that got pretty far along but then fell apart. Um overprice um and then they said ea spokesperson said we do not comment on rumors and speculation so sure of course they don't yeah um but it's interesting that it's not like the people that you went to or the people that they've reported are going to is not microsoft it's not sony it's not it's disney it's apple it's amazon like that kind of level of purchase is something that we haven't seen a huge amount of yet um but you're ea right like that's that's where you hit right like you're bigger than yeah that's that's what i mean of like i i don't know how much that sells for because you're fucking ea like you're there to buy other people and like stuff like exactly. that like, how much does that sell for exactly like but and like the disney one makes a lot of sense well i mean the disney one makes sense because they own fucking everything anyway but like yeah. they already have partnerships with disney. i was gonna say they it's like do a bunch of star wars like you know is it just like 10 cent buys them over like because they already own like what 15 10 percent of them or something like that totally. like it's yeah like that's did the, Tencent just buy them over Amazon? Yeah, sure. Disney, yeah, sure. There, that's the sort of level you're talking about. Yes, the fucking um, what's the 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 cock people? Um, the oh, Embracer um, group. Embracer group. Do they just yeah. like embrace all of EA and just take all of it. Yeah, I I don't think that's what the Embracer group are, are after. Like, I mean, putting the putting the Square Enix stuff to one side. Like, that's the biggest thing they've really done. Like, the Embracer are definitely looking kind of middle to double a range 
um which makes sense because they're their investment group rather than a group that actually cares about video games yeah but like yeah ea being sold to like disney is a it's interesting right because disney do not give a shit about video games really like they care about their licensing the properties and if they get money out of it so what disney coming around to buying ea is an interesting thing right like it does if you put aside the fact that like all of these mergers are probably bad news and probably a bad idea just out the gate like the idea of disney having an ea that could do stuff with like lucasarts properties or more star wars more direct star wars properties or that kind of stuff like i can see why you'd be excited about this stuff but like yeah it's ea being sold would be fucking wild like i think that's the kind of insane yeah or, or not being sold but being like we're still ea but like ea produced by disney would be it'd be wild it'd be really really strange but then again we were saying that about like activision before the microsoft thing and i think the thing for me is like that shows how much in dire straits i think activision thought they were where it was like yes it was a big deal and yes it was a lot of money but like you're still activision right and you're you're the idea that that would have gone through and somebody like EA is looking higher than that at like a Disney and Amazon. I think it shows what kind of state Activision thought they were in um, at that point. It's God, it's such a such a strange fucking thing. It's insane. Yeah, the idea oh. is kind of insane. Yeah. Um, and then the last story. It's not a nice story, but we should talk about it because it's just such a bizarre thing. So obviously, um, in the US right now, the the, the leaked report of the Supreme Court um, getting rid of Roe v. Wade. It's obviously been a lot of news, a lot of horrible, horrible stuff happening in the US right now in regards yeah. to um, abortion, uh, abortion personal rights, freedom. women's health, <laughs> personal freedom, and all that kind of stuff. A lot of really fucking terrible things. And a lot of, a number of studios actually have come out, smaller studios, but a lot of them have come out. Uh, what was the name of that studio in Texas? Critical... Oh, I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were wanting me to say Bungie, and I was like, "No, like, no, no, no." Okay. Although Bungie have, but I mean Bungie as well. Yeah, Bungie made a huge statement. There. Yeah, Bungie made a huge statement that was just like, "Yeah, we believe this is this is abhorrent, and like we will support our staff in this and and all of the right stuff." Um, God, I I wish I could find the the name of that original studio, but I can't. There's another studio in Texas that went one step above, and that was like, "Yeah, we will, we will financially support people who need to go out of state." Um, to do this stuff like and we will we'll help all of that um which is great um and then fucking jim ryan holy shit oh like, god this yeah so <laughs> jim ryan head, now head of what is actually his position jim ryan is head of um, all sony i don't know yeah playstation he's the head of playstation at this point he's the yeah. man in charge of playstation so a bunch of playstation employees leaked, leaked this is from eurogamer Angry PlayStation employees have leaked an internal email sent by company boss Jim Ryan in which he asked staff to, quote, respect differences of opinion on abortion rights. Which is bad enough, right? Like, that's yeah. like, that's a hell of a statement to come out and say. But the actual email itself was buck wild. So, uh, I'm trying to see if I can get the actual quote here. Um, he, like, he, like, made it... He did, he did what Jim Ryan does, right? He, he is very media trained, so he went middle of the line quote-unquote respect people's opinions we're not going to make an official statement because they feel like if they make an official statement they'll get burned or whatever yeah so they did that and then he said like 
let's change the tone and I'll tell you a story about my cats to lighten yeah. the mood. Yeah. So, so, so the story was originally broke, broken by um, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg, and he has the actual... So again, this is from the Bloomberg article. Um, some staff at Sony Core are seething following an email Thursday from the head of PlayStation that urged employees to, quote, respect differences of opinion or abortion rights before entering into five detailed paragraphs about his two cats' first, first birthday. Yeah, like that's that's a, that's, a, that's a lead in an article. Insane. Right? <laughs> oh, um, so I'm trying to see that the tone shift in here is is wild um so he says things like uh jim ryan didn't take a stance on abortion rights instead writing that the company and its community are quote multifaceted and diverse holding many different points of view he wrote that quote we owe it to each other and to playstation's million of users to respect differences of opinion among everyone in our internal and external communities respect does not equal agreement but it is fundamental to who we are as a company and a valued global brand Ryan then went on to write that he, quote, would like to share something lighthearted to help inspire everyone to be mindful of having balance that can help ease the stress of uncertain world events, saying it was recently his two cats' first birthday and elaborating over the next few paragraphs about his cats' birthday cakes, their noises, and his desire to one day get a dog. One important... <laughs> this is my favourite. Oh. Um, in internal discussions viewed by Bloomberg, which, previously have, which haven't previously been reported, employees at several places and studios expressed their displeasure at the tone of the email. Some women fought, wrote they felt their rights were disrespected, trivialized by the message. Yeah. Best, best it's incredibly sentence. flippant. It's a very flippant email. So. Best sentence. One employee said they'd, quote, never been so mad about a cat birthday before. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> like, it's a wild yeah. thing. It's like, insane that that's of, an email that somebody sent. That also had to, that had to get cleared by like HR or something like so that. That had like, to be it, surely. If you're Jim Ryan sending an internal email to Sony staff, do you actually have to clear that? If it were like, yeah, well, not clear, but like, surely you would get someone to look at it, right? Like, I don't, I don't know if you do, or are I you just, are you just fucking Jim Ryan and you're just like, I'm going to send this from my desk? He's but he is the, he's the president of PlayStation directly emailing his employees internally not for public consumption i don't think you have to run that past anyone i would okay. bet he did not run that past anyone <laughs> like okay that, that to me reads like an email of somebody who like second third drafted that and went yeah this seems all right but one of two things <laughs> i'll one solve of, this problem yeah exactly one of two things is true here right either jim ryan is not good at this like I don't care about his business expertise. I don't care about his ability to manage a business. That's a whole other thing. This is like 101 management soft skills fuck up, right? Yeah, sure. This yeah. is just like, or like something on the lines of like, this sounded better in his head, which that bit For of sure, it, yeah. I could believe that. But the other part of it is like, that he doesn't believe that this is enough of a dangerous issue to be dealt with in a tactful way, which is yeah. more worrying if that's the case. Um, it's just a buckwild sentence. So the, it's this, insane. This came, yeah. It's, it's insane this, that that's an email that someone felt like they had to send. Like right? it's crazy. Exactly. Um, so this, and this came out after Bungie very quickly, who are now owned by Sony or in the process of buying Sony, uh, being process of being, being bought, by, bought Sony. by Sony. Yeah. Um, put out a very strong statement that was like this is abhorrent we don't believe this this stuff we'd said earlier so already that was a wild statement that we were all dealing with and then um, again from from Game Informer from, from Matt Wales and Game Informer 
Um, oh, sorry. This was no. This is not true. This is from the Washington Post originally. Um, after Roe v. Uh, so this is the headline from the Washington Post. After Roe v. Wade, cat email gaff again. Just spectacular great, sentence. Great sentence. Sony and Insomniac plan donations. You're like, okay. So again, Jim Ryan sent employees an email asking them to respect different opinion. Blah 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 blah. Talked about his cats. Following that gaffe in Somniac, the Sony subsidiary behind Ratchet & Clank and Marvel Spider-Man plans to donate $50,000 to the Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project, according yeah. to an internal email sent May 13th from Insomniac CEO Ted Price, viewed by the Washington Post. Sony will match the donation along with donations from individual Insomniac employees if they make them via the company's PlayStation Cares program. In addition, Sony now plans to formulate an initiative to provide financial assistance to employees who might have to travel to different states to receive reproductive care, and Insomniac will aid in formulating that policy cool fine like yep sure cool awesome like it's not a lot of money you're sony but like it's it's something right yeah the interesting thing here neither company to plan neither company plans to tweet about their donations and insomniac employees have been forbidden from explicitly mentioning insomniac or sony should they decide to retweet any announcements that (laughs) um the, the the women's reproductive rights assistance project may make according to the email so the insomniac have not returned Request for comment time of publication. So, this is the wild thing, right? Like this yeah, is this is some real um like corporate overlord shit where we want to make a din- like obviously very easy to be very correct as well to be tri- to be critical of like very trivial donations to try and paper over problems that companies have made. Like this is yeah, a yeah, well known yeah. thing; it's been done yep. a lot. Like mm-hmm. yes, be critical of that stuff for sure. They're also form- if they are formulating a scheme internally to get people um, the reproductive health and needs and awesome, great, do your thing. Probably should be doing that, but ramping it up, excellent. The idea that Sony are now saying, uh, so if I go back to the Game Informer article, there's a specific section in here. Um, however, according to the Washington Post, Sony will not authorize any public statement Insomniac might want to make about reproductive rights or its donation. So it's not just the donation, it's about the scheme itself. Yeah. And staff have been expressly forbidden from mentioning either Sony or Sonyac in any retweet should the WRRAP choose to make an announcement the donation. Quote, Sony Interactive Entertainment will not approve any statements from any studio on the topic of reproductive rights. Insomniac held Ted, uh, heads Ted Price told studio employees in an email 13th of May, we fought hard for this and did not win. Um, he's responding to earlier requests from Insomniac employees and management to make a public statement in support of women's reproductive rights similar to those shared by Bungie and Double Fine. Again, both of well, well, double finds on uh, Microsoft, but they also came out very quickly making a statement. Um, Price went on to warn. This is the bit. Oh, Price went on to warn staff that he believed he believed quote there would be material repercussions for us as a wholly owned subsidiary if the studio was to go against Sony's wishes. Amongst other things, any progress we might make in helping change SIE's approach would be stopped dead in its tracks. We'd also probably be severely restricted from doing important public-facing work in the future. Jesus Christ. That's, that's an insane statement. Like, yeah, he's that's basically crazy, straight up yeah. saying, like, one that he's, like, that Insomniac are willing to just, like, say this. Um, that, like, and it's this weird line, right? Like, they're saying that Sony will fuck us over, like, materially if we do anything yeah, publicly. They will make it more this. difficult for us to do our job. But they're, they're also saying that explicitly. So it's, it's such a, it's an insane statement. Um, and that's a, bonkers approach to this like yeah it's insane it's it's and again like 
I can only imagine there are other emails of similar tones in other studios, but the fact that these yeah, other ones came out like directly as a follow-on to like Jim Ryan talking about his fucking cats, like <laughs> this is this is a bad thing, right? This is like yeah, Stoney really stepping, yeah. stepping in and going like you cannot talk about this thing at all or we will come down on you and again this is what yeah. ted price believes this is not confirmed sony have not like confirmed this or made any statement yeah, on yeah, this yeah, at yeah. all this is his belief that they will there be material repercussions for us as a subsidiary um so directly to tie us back to the thing we just talked about you do not want all your studios owned by a signal head because this kind of shit happens yeah um this is a side effect of you being bought by our company is that you're directly responsible the company is directly responsible for paying your wages and you cannot just say whatever you want and it's wild <laughs> it yeah. is so uncomfortable and it is it's a real blow to sony like it's a real like this is a fucked up thing like is it's the thing they've consistently managed to not deal with well since the whole like ps4 is for the gamers thing like when they did yeah, the whole yeah, game yeah. sharing and like we're here for you and like we want to support you and all that blah, blah, blah. like this kind of shit goes directly against all of that very people focused stuff like this is corporate bullshit that is all internal and they never expected to get out and now that it's out i don't know what you do about this except for go like this is not true or roll it back or talk about yeah, they, what you're they doing just, they just don't make they just don't make a statement right like it's yeah but they just don't acknowledge that it exists it's, yeah but i mean now, now you can have anytime sony comes up you can have journalists going like so what's the deal with this thing right like yeah, this is now going to hound yeah. them for a while um so uh pricer's reference to help change sony's approach relate to a quote near 60 page document in some that we support bleh, a near 60-page document Insomniac reportedly submitted to PlayStation Studios head Herman Holst following Jim Ryan's controversial email. The document is said to have contained messages from Insomniac employees urging PlayStation leadership, uh, leadership, Ryan in particular, to, quote, do better by employees who are directly infected. So this is the other part of it, is that Insomniac basically got together and wrote this big document about, like, yo, you fucked yeah. up, you need to do better here. Yep. Um, and the response was, yo, we will not fund you if you say anything about this yeah just, yeah oh. um yeah it's wild and i i, I don't have a, i don't have i don't have a good ending to that it's just like no there, there isn't a good ending it's just you uh, just need to highlight it and then that's it yeah. like that's the and, and i think people, you can to, say. people need to continue to be on this as well as the other part of it like i i want yeah for sure I, w- I would like every journalist who now talks to so here's the interesting thing, right? Sony are not going to be at E3, right? And I don't think anyone, I mean, E3's not happening, but Sony are not doing like a outwards, but they have not yet announced anyway a stream or anything. I imagine they will, but I don't think they said they are They are doing one. I don't think they said they're not doing one. I don't think they said they're doing one. Does Jim Ryan go out and talk anymore or do you oh, delegate that God. to someone else you mean you mean not like on stage and stuff i think he still has to like i mean, I mean face I, off for, I mean, for, be... yeah. purely for business reasons like you have to have the that head face company go and do the thing right like that is their job so you have to have them go do it except but that... it puts them in a lot of fucking hot water so yeah I don't except know. That, like and again like a thing that's not that should not be understated like this dude comes out talks about a bunch of stuff it's the first thing that comes up now when you you google jim ryan right like yeah it's 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 a bad it's a 
yeah, it's it's not good, and it is, it is associated with that until they do something about it. And mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do something about it because they can't be trusted, <laughs> right? Like, I, I I think they just wear this out, and I really want people. Yeah, to I think I, so I think close. they 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 don't they don't make a statement and they write it out, and then that's it. Yeah, like that's but that's which it. is why I think people need to continue to be on this, and it needs to be. Yeah, they should they should absolutely pressure people into like making them do something about, about it though. for yeah. sure. Um. I think that's everything I have here. Should be that was everything yeah. big Can't that think happened. Of else. Um, so, does the drought continue into the coming weeks? I think it does. Right, I believe so. Yeah, twenty third is Monday. Um, well, that's April. That's why I'm. I was like, all these games came out. What are you talking about? Um, yeah kind of still continuing but it does mean that there's a bunch of stuff that I'm, I'm going back to so obviously um i want to play a bit of tunic i want to see what that game's about and i missed that the first time around mm-hmm. um and i really want to get into that uh i am uh, I, I think now is the elden ring time i think it might be happening because i think sure. i think there's others i don't think there's anything else that i really need to put time into and it feels like Elden Ring is a good place to put time well it's a place to put time yeah (laughs) potentially a place to put time and learn about what the fuck that game is happening like yeah I I talked about my Bloodborne experience right on here yeah it was Mm -hmm. oh fuck yeah we'll see I don't don't think you're gonna like it but it's I don't think I'm gonna like it either but I need to know I really need need to see it um Diablo Immortals the start of June apparently is maybe the next big thing that's my job. I'll take that. That's, yeah, sure. As the um, RPG person, that is my. Yeah. And then for you, Song of Heroes. Uh, what else is there right now? Song of Conquest. You mean Conquest? Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Weird West. I'm gonna Weird West. Check that. That's the other thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna check that out and see because that sounds very interesting. A, yes. An immersive sim isometric RPG is a bizarre totally. mix of genres I, that. I wonder what that game's about. Oh, that's the thing. Yep. I will definitely be looking at. Oh, randomly generated Warhammer 40k game name, Chaos Gate Demon Chaos Hunters. Hunter, yeah, yeah. I've also Whatever. got a copy of that, so I should check that out as well. Yeah, yeah, I I watched a bunch of people play it, and it was like, yo, this looks like XCOM but real dumb in a good way, and I kind of like what I saw about it. So I, I think I should I should probably put some time into that. Um, what we got coming up? There's uh, so this week there will be our Citizen Sleeper video. Next week will be the Norco video. Hopefully, in between then we do something with song of sorrows god i'm never gonna remember the name of this fucking game what's it called song of heroes no song of conquest conquest thank you um we'll do something with that and hopefully give that up um possibly some wild west as well because i just want to see what that looks like um and yeah and then now interestingly we we may have an episode next time the problem is it cuts right into when i'm leaving on holiday so right yeah. We may not get into that, but we'll see how it goes. If we don't have anything to talk about, we'll buffer some videos guess, and, and get some stuff yeah. coming up. We'll see. We Let's just let some... you have a holiday. That's... Yeah, I mean, yes, but also, like, there'll be something, I'm sure. Um, we need to test these microphones. We need to use all these microphones and really get in there. I, I, I use it every day. What are you talking about? We'll do, we'll do five-hour ASMR stream. It'll be fine. Yeah, um, you can do that if you want. <laughs> no. No. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what's coming up and. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be more than that. Um, Gaminstart.com is the name of the website. You can find all the videos, articles, and podcasts are up there. 
Um, we are on youtube.com slash gaming start. Subscribe there, get notified when we put new videos up. We are on Facebook and Twitter. Search gaming start, find us there. Podcast at gamingstart.com is the email address if you want to get in touch. And that's us. Stay safe, enjoy whatever you're playing, and we will see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye.